y'all. Welcome to today's episode of The Front Porch. I'm your host, Shelby White. But before we begin, I want to answer your burning question. I know many of you are wondering, why is this podcast called The Front Porch? Well, I'm glad you asked. So growing up in the South, The Front Porch was a very sentimental place. It's a place of observation, conversation, and transformation. And I can even recall as a younger child, some very serious decisions were made like who is going to count when we play hide and go seek. That's right, get those feet in for hot potato. But then as we think about the adult years, There were observations made on the front porch who was entering and exiting the community. They may be greeted with a head nod from the front porch, a smile or a wave, or sometimes a gaze of disdain. There were conversations as people approached your home before they entered. Sometimes they didn't even enter. They just came to talk on the front porch. And then as people left your home, that was a place of some very heartfelt culminating discussions right there on that front porch. And then the transformations. That can be just you alone by yourself with a warm or cold, generally a cold glass of tea or early rising with some hot coffee, just sitting there alone in solitude, thinking about the observations that had been made, the conversations that had been had, which lead to your momentary or long-term transformation based upon everything that has happened on this front porch. So I thought it would only be right as I discuss various topics from my own observations, conversations, and personal transformations that this podcast be called The Front Porch as it is a reflection of all the things, all the experiences, and all the heartfelt transformations that I've been through in my own personal life and on my journey. So with that being said, let's dive into today's topic, which is COVID Clarity. That's right, COVID clarity. So I coined the phrase COVID clarity about two months into the pandemic. We're all at home. I'm seeing people put all kind of trash on the street. My heart was going out to the sanitation workers because everybody was on this quarantine, quiet lockdown. So it's like, hey, I'm at home, let's declutter. And then it went beyond the cluttering where people were just doing full out renovations, right? So just really clearing space. And then people were spending more time with families. They were eating meals together, creating TikTok dance routines, really getting back to the simplicities of life and clearing space, those things that they thought were important. Hmm. And not just tangible things, but daily routines and how they spent their time. It was people were making serious decisions about, 
okay what to throw away and what to keep, whether it be emotionally, spiritually, or mentally, just decluttering and getting back to the simpler things and the things that brought them pleasure because people were losing so many things, whether it was family, friends, jobs. So people needed something to hold on to. And we all know you can't hold on to anything if your arm is already full. So what are we gonna do? We gonna clear it out. Now it's time to figure out what to throw away and what to keep on every level. You're at home, let's get to it. And so to me, that's what COVID clarity is. It was a period in time, and some people may still be going through this. I think that's just some, that's one of the things to keep, just creating space so that you can get clear. And that's what was happening at the beginning. People were clearing space. I don't think much clarity was going on. People just clearing space and getting back to the simpler things. But then as time went on and you clear the space, now you can get clear about how to move forward. And with this being a new year of 2021, which I call the grow up year because everybody feels like at 21 you grown. So in 2021, the grow up year, we've cleared the space. We figured out what things are important to us. Although we haven't figured all of the things out, we were able to have that moment during the quarantine quiet to at least figure out what was important. Now we have to determine how to implement or continue implementing and prioritizing these things in our daily lives in routine. So now the COVID clarity has put us in the place where we can create some serious action steps for manifestation. And that simply begins with writing it down. This is that time of year. I know one evening my daughter and I were talking about our plans for the next day. And I was like, yeah, we need to create a to-do list. And she says, well, I was listening to a podcast and they said that you should call it a manifestation list. And I'm like, wow, that is so cool. Because even if as the words rolled off of my lips, manifestation list sounded so much better than a to-do list right the to-do list seems so daunting but a manifestation list i'm like oh put on some pearls or something right i feel so grand and royal that i can manifest something that's just like a power put on a cape right so and she was saying that the host even suggested that just the idea of having a manifestation list and writing it down that it's not even your physical energy that brings these things in fruition all the time. For example, you have these things on your list for the next day. Life happens. You may not be able to get to it because some other things take precedence over, let's say, cutting the grass. So you didn't get to that for your manifestation for that day. However, someone rings your doorbell. Hey, I'm in the neighborhood cutting grass. So now your grass gets cut. Did you physically have to do it? No, but you put that thought into the universe on your manifestation list and it came to you because sometimes 
all it takes is just the idea of writing it down and putting the action and the thought forward and it'll come back to you it'll return so i love the idea of the manifestation list so here we're talking about these conversations on this front porch conversations through observations that lead to what transformation making change so then we also started talking about new year's resolutions right it's that time of year but again let's change that to our new year manifestations that sounds so much better right manifestations and we were talking about the things that we were going to put on our vision boards so a few years ago maybe about four years ago we did vision boards the kids and i on mirrors i thought that was a genius idea went to the dollar tree got the dollar mirrors size of a picture frame and we put things on the frames i mean on the on the mirror and we found one during this decluttering phase of my oldest son who's a young adult now but he may have been in ninth grade and mostly when he created it mostly everything on there like came to pass there was a picture of a chrysler 300 at the time he wasn't even driving but that's the car he went to in the prom. So it was just like, gosh, he didn't even remember that. But I think the power and the beauty of putting your vision board or your manifestation board on a mirror is the fact that you, when you look at it, you can see yourself in your vision. Genius. Look at your vision board, your manifestation board. It's on a mirror. You see yourself in your vision every time you look at it so it's not just this abstract i'm looking at something on some opaque surface no i see myself in my vision so again these are some observations some conversations what that lead to transformation so again all of your problems are not solved on the front porch. They're not solved during COVID clarity, but it's a place to start the conversation to get that mind going and just really get to a place where you can prioritize and make some real life long-term transformations. So hopefully this little segment has gotten your wheels turning you can make some observations of your own have some conversations with others and maybe just sit alone in some solitude some quarantine quiet and get you your own personal COVID clarity and in the spirit of writing things down i have three things that i would like to leave you with some manifestation action steps one Create a list of some things that you got COVID clear about. They may come quick. They may take you a little time, but really be honest with yourself. Some of these things may be painful. Some of these things may bring you delight. But what did you get COVID clear on? Number two, create a manifestation list. This could be for the next day, what you want to manifest for the next day, a list for the week, a list for the month, 
or maybe something that's quarterly or overall for the year, but just write it down. Because like I gave the example earlier, sometimes all it takes is just writing it down and watch it come back to you, even with just writing it down. So two, writing it down, a manifestation list. And three, if you make a vision board or a manifestation board, try creating one on a mirror so that you can see yourself within your vision. And it is not an abstract idea or concept. You see you when you look at it. Well, thank you for joining me today on this front porch. May you find your own front porch, even if you don't have one physically. Just find you a place where you can just sit, observe, talk, have some discussions, conversations, and then just some moments of solitude and silence so that you can transform your mind, your heart, your spirit. And ultimately, this will lead to well-being for yourself and those around you. Until the next time, this is your host, Shelby White, bringing those little things to light. May you be well. Take care now. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Front Porch. I'm your host, Shelby White. In this episode, we will be discussing gratitude. That's right, gratitude. I know in these most challenging times, it can be difficult to identify those things that we are grateful for. Well, let me tell you. So last week, I was clearing out my mail, going through some things, and I came across some Subway coupons. Well, this gave me the most warm feeling inside. I even texted my brother and sent him a picture of these coupons because as a child, the only time we could go to Subway, for the most part, is if we had a coupon. And these coupons could be found in this blue fundraiser book, I think was sold by the PTA, but it was a blue book and it had all these coupons. And that was the only time we could really go to Wendy's also. But the Subway coupons brought back such good memories. I remember being in the car with my mom, going to Subway, then later on in life, going with my brother, driving. And it was such a wonderful feeling. And I became so grateful for those times and those moments for the coupons and just for the memories. And then later on that day, I'm driving down the street and I saw the most beautiful, vivid rainbow. And it was a double rainbow, actually. And so one was a little lighter, but the first one, it's almost like it just became brighter within a matter of seconds, as if the clouds moved, or I'm not sure the science on this, but it was light and then it was so bright. And I was just so grateful. I did a little happy dance in the car because it had been such a wonderful day. Got these subway coupons to take me back to a happy place in my childhood. And then we had this rainbow. And to me, those are the truest forms of gratitude when you can take the simple things in life and become so overwhelmed with happiness. That's grateful. That's gratitude. I mean, we could be happy if someone gave us a million dollars, but can you be happy 
if you see some Subway coupons. So I just want to ask you to write down some things every day that you are grateful for. Simple things, not the big grandiose things that pretty much everyone will be grateful for. But can you think of some things that only resonate with you that you are grateful for, that take you to these happy places during the most unexpected time? What are you grateful for? I know I used to tutor some children at a women's shelter, kindergarten through second grade. And before they could enter the classroom, after getting off the bus, they had to tell me one thing that they were grateful for. And it was kind of hard at first to explain to them what that really meant. Of course, they're getting off a school bus at a shelter where they live. So I wanted to put them in the mindset that even if you just got off this bus at this shelter and this is where you're going to lay your head tonight, there is something that you can be grateful for. So I explained to them, it could be they had french fries in the cafeteria and you love french fries. Or your mom put your favorite hair bowls in your hair today. Or you all got to go outside and play your favorite game. So really giving them the mindset of gratitude can look different. And it's those things that resonate with you personally that bring the most meaning to the word gratitude and the experience of gratitude. So again, please take the time to notice, just notice those things that bring you joy or have brought you joy and delight and honor it by taking a moment and just sitting with it, taking a moment and sitting with it. And then journaling, I am grateful for, because sometimes we need a visual and a reminder especially when so many things around us are going wrong or are out of our control. Just take a moment to sit with the simplicities of life so that you can handle the more complex ones. Sit with it. So every day, write something down that you're grateful for. The simple things. All right now, take care. And to the next time, may you be well.